Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that's been here since the beginning of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Secretly Definitely. guiding each podcast <laughs> to its destination. Of one episode. We're the ones that came up with the idea for iTunes. <laughs> yeah. And gave it to Steve Jobs. <laughs> 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 what a bold claim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast that's introducing a whole new generation of Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. So welcome to episode number 153, covering series 10, episode 8, The Lie of the mm-hmm. Land. Yeah. The Lie We'll come back to it. <laughs> this is the one where the doctor isn't with the monks. Missy isn't the bad guy and Bill doesn't die again. <laughs> yes. That was, Corbin, you did that one? Yeah. That is spot on. <laughs> this is the one. Th- so legitimately, when we get down to the reviews, if you guys say nothing happened in this episode, I might agree with you <laughs> because the doctor isn't with the monks. Missy isn't the bad guy and Bill doesn't die. Just- again. Save the humanity from thinking that these monks were around the whole time. That's right. You know, we just save the earth from having protectors. But they're <laughs> bad protectors. Who All right, so we'll people. get into that. It is story number 272, originally airing June 3rd, 2017, to 4.82 million viewers. Yikes. Mm. I can't remember the last time we dipped below five. If we've yeah. ever, di- have we ever been below five million viewers? No. Who knows? It's not good things. It's bad things, guys. Uh, this one was written by Toby Whithouse. Uh, let me give you a rundown of what he's written for us. School Reunion. That was the one with the um, where Uther Pendragon uh, brought <laughs> uh, uh, not vampires. What are the gargoyles to life? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, at, yeah. at a high school gymnasium swimming pool thing. <laughs> uh, the Vampires of Venice, because vampires aren't real. They're aliens. The yeah. God Complex, because Minotaurs aren't real. They're yeah. aliens. Yeah. A Town Called Mercy, because cyborgs aren't real. They're aliens. <laughs> and Under the Lake Before the Flood, because ghosts aren't real. They're yeah. kind of... Wait, no, those were ghosts. Those were real. Wait, really? Made by an alien. Okay. <laughs> uh, this was directed by Wayne Yip. This is his first outing with Doctor Who. Uh, but he did do a couple of episodes of Class the year prior. Uh, do, uh, trips brow just furrowed well in i forgot what it was okay yeah. yeah yeah so so uh remember uh sarah jane adventures is doctor who for kids uh uh torchwood is doctor who after dark <laughs> and the class is uh the doctor is doctor who if it was made by the cw <laughs> there you go <laughs> by the way i'm not seeing any of any of those <laughs> i've yeah, seen like yeah. two episodes of torchwood and that's it and by the way the first like seven minutes of torchwood tells you this is a different show. This is not Doctor Who. This is edgy. This, oh, man. It's, yeah, okay. They kill 20 people in the first two minutes. Uh, yeah, there was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was something fairly brutal. There was some Star Trek Discovery Season 1 level violence in the first six minutes of the first episode of Torchwood. And I was like, oh, because oh, nobody told me. I didn't know. I, I did not know. I heard like, oh, it's a little bit more dark. I was like, okay. I didn't. Oh. I didn't know it was like rated R. I was like, whoa. Okay. Uh, miscellaneous trivia. This is one of only eleven stories in all of Doctor Who. Only four in New Who, in which the TARDIS is never seen. And by the way, two of those stories 
Is it two? At least one of those stories is still to come. There's a 13th Doctor uh, story. Uh, so so one of those rare occasions. And you know what? Oh, man, I forgot to I forgot to write down when the other ones were. Um, I, the only one that I remember is Midnight. Oh, y'all remember yeah. Midnight? Uh, the worst. The doctor. Go, the doctor goes crazy on a train, oh. or the doctor's on a crazy train yeah. full of crazy people. Oh yeah. While on a crazy Donna, train. While Donna's at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't do that, Donna. Yeah. Uh, let's see, guys. Noobs of the Hoobian is brought to you by Google Fi. Google uh, has a cell phone service. It's uh, okay. So. I, I think I said just last week or maybe the week before that they have an unlimited plan and it <clears throat> hasn't ever made sense uh, for us. In other words, we don't use enough data that it's <laughs> Cor- Corman caught the flaw in my phrasing there. Uh, it, it never was a cheaper alternative for us, but our cell phone usage has gone up, not our cell phone, but our data usage has gone up and I've looked and uh, over the last six months, if we had the unlimited plan, we actually would have saved some money. So now I've got to reevaluate because $20 a month gets you unlimited talk and text. And then it's $10 uh, per gig of data after that. Uh, You can add on additional lines for $15 a line, or you can do the unlimited plan. And I think they may have changed up how they do it. So uh, for like one phone for unlimited talk, text, and data, it's like $60 or something like that. But as you go up in the number of users you have, it's cheaper per user. So I think for a family of four, I think it's it's $30 per user. So you have unlimited talk, text, and data for $120 a month. So that's pretty good. Um, like I said, they also have all kinds of deals on uh, phones. Right now they have one or maybe even two phones in the Google Fi store that uh, come out to be free because they give you like a, a, a credit on your account. So if you buy the phone through them, activate it through them and use it, it's essentially free. Um, so you're not going to get, you know, the i5, I, I, the what? The i5? The i5. <clears throat> you're not going to get the uh, iDrive, uh, the newest iDrive. So you will not remember the silence. Uh, you're not going to get the iPhone Pro Max Super Deluxe 12, whatever the crap it is yeah, that I saw in the mall the other day. You're not going to get that <laughs> for free, but you can get a, a fairly decent smartphone for free. So if you're interested, head over to noobsinthehoovian.com slash fi, and you will not only uh, get get all signed up there, but you'll get $20 off after your first month, and you'll be helping out your favorite podcast on the internet, or at least this one. So that brings us down to the checklist. Uh, name of the episode spoken in dialogue. No actually. But we were talking about the pun because I didn't notice the pun until, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. I didn't know what the name of the episode was. So (laughs) Corbin was pulling up the notes and he goes, the lie of the land. Is that the one we're doing? And I was like, (laughs) yeah. And he goes, huh? And I was like, get it. The lie of the land. Cause they're being funny. They're being lied to. So getting the lie of the land by getting lied to. It's a hilarious pun. Creature of the week was still the monks. Uh, This is three (laughs) in a row. (laughs) Um, That opening bit was amazing. Everything about the opening bit, particularly the part that I had to run back a couple of times because Trip kept missing it because it was like 0.3 seconds long of just the monk with like his hands, like was he doing like jazz hands or something? What was he doing? He's like sunburst hands, and it's like whoa, and like, like you know a zoom in of the earth, and yeah, yeah like, like fireworks or something going off. Um, that was hilarious. Where you have like this desiccated 
rotting zombie monk corpse being portrayed as like an angelic figure. It was hilarious. Um, I also liked the monk Elisa. That was great. <laughs> that was so <laughs> I didn't, what? They didn't actually change the Mona Lisa to look like that, did they? Or maybe know. they did. Who knows? Maybe but, when you look at it, that's all you see. But why does it what matter? I was, what I thought was weird was that there were some occasions where they would show a historical thing and there's a monk in the background, right? So like there was yeah. a monk over the shoulder of Mother Teresa or something like that. Yeah. But then they swapped out a monk yeah. for the Mona Lisa? Like what? Like I didn't understand that part at all. I did love the uh, mud skipper coming up out of the water and coming up to a monk's toe or whatever because they were there from the beginning guiding humanity step by step like out of the mud uh you know climbing the evolutionary ladder by the way we're like a few steps away from a mud skipper like i don't know just a few (laughs) i don't know if i would call that the beginning of humanity like the first thing to come out of the water but anyways uh they were on the moon when it said it showed the moon landing and it said they were there to greet us at the moon landing. So like they were on the moon when Neil Armstrong stepped off. Why didn't we bother? We could have just asked them to take us up to the moon. Could you give us a ride? (laughs) It was weird the way they inserted themselves into certain historical facts in in a way that just kind of was like, huh? And then they had like random stuff um, on the ceiling when they went into like the whatever the monk was that was like sending out the brainwaves yeah. or whatever, there was stuff flashing on the ceiling. And occasionally, like I said, it would be like Mother Teresa with a monk standing over her shoulder. And then it was just like Martin Luther King. Like what? no monk. Just him. Uh, Donald Trump made an appearance. Just him. Oh, yeah. He's it's just there. Just him. Um, there was nothing over his shoulder. Uh, and then, like I said, occasionally it was just like just a monk instead. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, not only not only the monk Elisa, but um, – Da Vinci's, uh, what is it called? Um, the, 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 the man that Da Vinci drew oh, yeah. where he's like, you know, doing the jumping jacks that? <laughs> figuring it was a monk. Yeah. It was yeah, a monk, was a monk. in the robe. What is in the robe? What is even the point? Like that, isn't that drawing supposed to be like human anatomy or something yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but no, but no <laughs> it's, it's a monk, monk anatomy. Yeah. Uh, there was mention of the memory crimes act of 1975. Yeah. So again, insinuating, huh? Mention. They didn't explain anything. They yeah. just vaguely mentioned it. And, and that some dude got arrested for what like does it even mean? six weeks. What what are they implying by what? calling it the memory axe? What if you remember the past? What were you, what were you, what? What were you expecting out of a forty two minute science fiction program? They should have just not said anything about it. No, it's it. called oh, world cool. building. Yeah. You, don't have to, you don't have to read out the Memory Crimes Act of 1975. They didn't even give a brief synopsis, which just leaves you confused. The name as, is the synopsis. Yeah. What does the, it mean? It means that it's a crime to, to remember. remember what was actually happening. Then why was it enacted in 1975? And it, why would you call it that's the, the Remember Act no, if no one remembers things that don't exist? It wasn't enacted in 1975. That's part of the lie. But then why that's call the it thing. the Memory Act? What do you mean? Calling it the Memory Act implies that this is a memory, not falsified stories that you, they're arresting you for. This stupid yeah. to call it it's then. saying memory crimes later on yeah. the, do- the doctor references he says if you think your one of your loved ones is a memory criminal 
In other words, they've made yeah. remembering a crime. That's the whole point. Yeah, but don't call it remembering. No, it's having They a- don't. They called it the Memory Crimes Act of 1975. And then they referenced a memory criminal. So what is your objection? Calling it memory makes it sound like it happened and that it's real. That's not what they no, would do. It doesn't. Making what sound like it's real? The memories. If you suddenly say, like, oh, there was a time when they weren't here, and you call that a memory, and then it's a memory crime, that makes it sound like, oh, it's true, but we're just ignoring it. And we're going to act like that's not real. It does, why would you call this it segment a memory Corbin crime? feelings. Is brought to you by what? False memories. Why would you even bother saying "oh" and acted in 1979? Just because it's part of the—that's part of the lie that they've always been there. Yeah. So it a false as, story as, crime, as proven by the fact that we passed a law in 1975. Yeah, but See? if they <laughs> called the memory crimes, we as the viewers, yeah, it's understand. for the sake of the audience. Yeah. it's for the sake of the audience. The false story crime would be or you know well they something said more they catchy, said that at another point where you're you're you've been found guilty of spreading false propaganda yeah so call it that false propaganda crimes not memory crimes <laughs> you're not allowed to remember oh hang on a second though what is it that we're remembering surely something that actually happened if we're remembering it call it false propaganda whatever don't call it memories you're just... I'm trying to figure out how long you're going to go. <laughs> I just... Without any response from us at all, yeah. how, how long are you going to go? <laughs> I just hate that. And then they're okay. like, oh, this is supposed to totally explain everything. It's like, no. Eh, it's world building. Anyways, they put a statue of a monk in front of every major landmark. This kind of... This yeah. is the uh, the cloudy with a chance of meatballs effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where the the uh, the storm targeted specific yeah. <laughs> world world landmarks like the Eiffel Tower and Big Ben and all that kind of stuff. Uh, wh- oh, what was the one with the uh, um, Mount Rushmore with the whipped cream pies oh, and all yeah. the faces? Uh, good stuff there. Uh, nobody opens a door like that. I'm gonna start opening doors like that. <laughs> you you can't. <laughs> and it's I'm gonna so wear a rubber the, glove. The scene we're talking about. The scene we're talking about is you know the, uh, the guys are like freaking out. Like one of the monks is coming. Like one of them is here, and there's a door ajar, and like a hand, uh, the creepy hand that we were first introduced to by coming through a portal of light and yeah. dragging someone into who knows where at the time, <laughs> um, is now creepily wrapping around the door to push it open. And we were like, and I said, no one opens a door that way to which one of y'all said, you would have to leave every door open in order to do that because otherwise you would, you would have to turn the handle at which point, why would you then reach up? (laughs) Speaking of doing things for the, the sake of the audience, you know, this was just pure creep factor having those horrible, horrible hands go. And by the way, like, Individually, like pinky, ring, middle, index, like, you know, wrapping around the door. It was so well done. What was that? Uh, Jamie Hill, right? That was, a, that was our, our new man in the suit uh, that, that played the monk and, and some silence. That guy has played some creepy characters. Mm. Did we say he also, he played uh, the mummy. He, he played the, the mummy, mummy on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Which is another one. Similar. Yeah, but yeah, similarly on the same creep level, for sure. Uh, how about the TARDIS this week? The TARDIS has a junk drawer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea. So, okay. Now, one thing I was I was curious about. All right. So, I grew up calling it a, dr- a, a junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard some people call it a packing drawer. Like where you pack everything away, I guess. Oh, a packing drawer. Um, I'm curious if there's an equivalent in the UK. Because they were they were definitely referencing this custom of yeah. there's a drawer in every kitchen in America <laughs> that has random stuff in it. There's like two yeah. half burnt candles, like four dead AA batteries. There's you know um, a, a lighter that doesn't work anymore for the birthday candles. Oh, an open pack of birthday candles. Uh, you yeah. know there's there's uh, the takeaway. The, there's the uh, the takeout menu for every place in town. There's that coupon for uh, Domino's Pizza that expired Spire in three you know years seven ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah, all that you know, like one unopened breath mint. Uh, I mean, opened breath mint, like just loose in the drawer. You know, like a half a pack of Rolades. Um, all these kinds of things. Uh, is there? Uh, it, so the, the the TARDIS has this, and it has uh, old takeaway menus, fifty Danish krone, and a GPS <laughs> unscrambler thingy. What is? So I am curious, British listeners, y'all, y'all need to let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. Let me know, is there a term for that? Because he didn't say that. He didn't say yeah. it was in the junk drawer in the TARDIS. He just said a random drawer, which he's he's not human. So yeah. maybe he doesn't know the term. But uh, is there a British term for that? Because I'm desperate to know. Um, yeah, so we had the GPS unscrambler th- thingy. This was the closest to a thing that goes ding when there's stuff yeah. that we've had in a long time. Uh, was this? Uh, are we are we supposed to think that this is something the doctor like whipped up and then threw in a drawer? I, I think we're supposed to. It doesn't actually work. Seeing as the whole encounter was faked, oh I my don't gosh, think it actually I just worked. thought about that. Yeah, I don't think it actually worked. All of that was fake too. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Wait, the why Maybe that's how Nardole actually Wait, found no, him. no, then but. why was he sending out the signal? Who? The doctor. He's been actually sending out that signal. Why because the be doctor doing? was actually on a boat, on a prison boat, with the, with the uh, I almost said the silence, with the monks. Oh, well then the tracker thingy probably was real. I don't know. Uh, Corbin said maybe that's how Nardole found him the first time, initially. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I, okay, I don't know if this is the right place, but... Uh, that that's all I had on the checklist. So let's jump down to other stuff we noticed and talk about um, that whole bit. What did you guys think of the like double double bluff blind thing? Here? I don't understand why they did it. Was it just to like drum up drama and 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 suspense? I think it was cool. Did you? Okay, what I, did, it was I think so it was entirely unnecessary. unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, but I. I liked it. How how so? Because like, I don't know if I was, liked it or not. I, it was I'm a undecided. cool psych out thing, but it was entirely unnecessary. Okay, I agree that it's a okay. As a viewer, sitting in our uh, in our living room watching this, it's like oh 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 boy, he really had us all going there for a minute. Yeah. And um, oh, quick side note: Do you guys did you guys were y'all fooled even for a second that he was regenerating? No. No? Okay. That's when I knew. Well, oh, this is fake. Did you? I don't okay. know. I kind of What did you think was, was happening? I don't know. When he when he started like glowing, what did you think was happening? They didn't even explain what 
did happen. I, I thought guess he, he can just fake regenerating. Apparently, but. yeah, that's what the Wikia says. The the is like, apparently, Time Lords can fake regeneration. Apparently, they just made that up for this episode. It'll never show up again, but yeah, apparently yeah. that's a thing they can do. I don't know. I didn't think for a single second he was actually with the monks, but then they just held on to it for so long that I'm like... I thought he was with the monks, and then it was going to... Like, they were going to exchange some secret code or whatever, and then, I don't know, the doctor was going to pull out a screwdriver or whatever. Okay. And so let's let's overanalyze this, shall we? I didn't mm-hmm. think that um, all the guys were also with him, though. Oh, I yeah. Think, oh, I didn't think I, yeah. Okay, so, so again, cards on the table. I didn't remember hardly anything uh-huh. about this episode. Durr. Um, so I... I, I genuinely couldn't remember. I was like, wait, did the monks actually take it over his mind? Because um, like, I knew he yeah. wasn't working with them on his own terms, yeah. even though that was the story he was telling. So I was trying to think, like, what what's going to happen here? I couldn't remember. So let's back up and think about this in terms of the doctor, right? Why did he say he was doing that, that he put her through all that? Do y'all remember the justification he gave? <laughs> Didn't, didn't he say it's to make sure like she wasn't being controlled by them? Yeah. He had to make sure she wasn't under their control. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. When she's looking at him like, this is real. You're, you're actually with them. And he's like, yes. And she's like crying. <clears throat> then there's the bit where she throws the like secret code at him about the monster in the river Seine in, in what France or whatever. And yeah. he's like, that's a secret code. It was actually in the Why Thames. Why didn't he stop there? That's what I'm saying. That should have been proof enough that she She's was trying to send like, him a coded message yeah. to like, hey, look, doctor, just wink at me and tell me, and then I'm on board with you. Just yeah. wink at me yeah. so that I know that you're not actually crazy. And then he's like, oh, nope, I'm going to go one more layer deep. I'm going to let you I shoot I genuinely me. am no, really on their side. Yeah, and to the point where, like he said, the one guy forgot to swap out his bullets. Good thing she didn't grab his gun. Like, that was his plan? He wanted her to shoot him or yeah. something? Yeah. How does Apparently. that prove anything? It also is bizarre to me that the doctor had a plan whose hoped-for outcome was that the companion would use a gun. Yeah. On him. Yeah. But use a gun at all. That just doesn't... It's so contrived. I don't, I don't understand because he clearly went into this with like, I need to get her to shoot me to prove she's not (laughs) on their side. What does that prove? How does it prove anything? And for that matter, for that matter, doing the fake regeneration, blasting out all the way to the point where he goes, and is like blasting it out of his hands and his face and everything, and then stops and like points and laughs. Where it's she like, didn't even know what was happening. After there. she pulled the trigger, what's the point of continuing the fake out? <laughs> except <laughs> that, except that, by the way, there were people who had been predicting that Capaldi Capaldi had already been announced he's on the way out. Yeah. We already knew this, right? Capaldi, there there were theories out there that he wasn't gonna make it to the end of the season. Mm. And so this kind of played into that. And I almost feel like that's the only reason the scene existed, or certainly the only reason that it went as far as it did. That way you can get on screen having him regenerating and people go, oh, see, I knew it. But I mean, again, 
when you guys say you didn't believe for a second he was actually regenerating, why? Well, because that would be a stupid way to go out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Plus, First of all. if they've like mind controlled him or whatever, once you kill him, the next doctor is also going to be mind controlled uh, or whatever. No, no, she didn't think he was under under their control. She thought he just had decided well, to work. Well, then killing them is not going to do it's anything. Even worse. Yeah. It's hilarious that that never that thought never crossed her mind. What that that he, he was, was under, under their the control? They're mind controlling the entire populace. Right. But oh, the doctor, that's too hard. He's <laughs> clearly doing this of his own volition. Yes. Yeah. I yeah I I don't know that how I feel about that scene like you said except she didn't even know what a regeneration is yeah there was no she point to understand. go that far. that's the thing yeah him shooting the regeneration energy out didn't do anything for her except she just thought oh freak her the died? crap out yeah Boy, like, oh, i guess this is what it looks like when a time lord dies of a gunshot wound <laughs> multiple gunshot wounds <laughs> like five dude um and apparently they also don't bleed when you shoot them oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i it's one of those things where i feel like it was entirely drummed up now that i'm remembering that there were rumors maybe it was drummed up to be like yeah. an ultimate fake out right and that maybe maybe there's an alternate alternate universe where she did kill him and that's when he revealed that it was all you know it was all a lie and he wasn't actually with the monks and now it's too late i don't know so it's uh. it's just weird to me. So others other other stuff we noticed. Why did we meet Penny? Why? Most Why useless does this character, character exist? We first we of got all her she for didn't two exist. Oh yeah. First of all, she was a virtual character, and so for you could no reason at all. Yeah, and and you Except could have, have that funny scene. Right. Right. You could have used here's, anybody else. Here's my complaint. My complaint is not that Penny exists, because in the first episode that we see her. It's like, oh, you know, Bill's like ha- getting a life and, 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 and that's normal. And it's not too abnormal to introduce a character in the actual life of the companion, mm-hmm. especially when there's already been some conversation about that, you know, um, where, you know, she's like continuing to live a life because the doctor has to spend some time on earth because of his vow and everything. So what I didn't like, though, was that we find out, oh, it was all a simulation, so it wasn't real. And then she didn't, she didn't invite Penny over. Meaning that simulation the, isn't even accurate. Yeah, basically. And then the doctor said, why don't you invite her over? Just trust me. And it made me think in that moment, oh, she's going to be critical because the doctor's like, she needs yeah. to be there. And then she just ran away again. And I'm like, we just had the same what? scene. Yeah. It was like just a, instead of it being the Pope, it was call the, back. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a weird back to the future moment where like we do the same scene twice, but with slightly different outcomes. Really. <laughs> um, so I didn't understand. Um, and, and by the way, what I mean is I'm, I'm not like upset that Penny exists. I'm upset that she exists and, and then we don't used. get anything else from her. Yeah. So I don't know if we see her anymore this season. I'm kind of like holding out hope because I genuinely, I didn't remember that character when we met her. I didn't remember that she was coming back in the second episode. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling real confident that we're going to see her again because I don't, I don't <laughs> remember, remember anything about her. So, um, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see her again. Uh, we did have a, a magpie electronics reference that we haven't had in a while. And this, this time it wasn't hiding on the back of a television screen. It was 
you know, plastered uh, uh, yeah. above the uh, the window displaying the TVs. Which, by I the way, missed that. I do want to know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we had to point that out. I do want to know from from our listeners, particularly listeners who live in an area where there might be a downtown area, or maybe you're in a smaller town that has still kind of has the downtown area, where it's just like you know square blocks and shops all along. Has anyone ever in their life seen a television in a in a window of a shop ever? And if so, have you ever once stopped to to watch the it. news with a crowd of people? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like 9/11. I don't think people were standing outside of electronic stores watching the news on the street. Like I just, yeah. anyways, most I'm just, movie trope. It is such a movie trope, but yeah. I'm wondering Why is it based in reality at all yeah. or is it entirely contrived by movies i also love when they can hear it right the glass <laughs> yes exactly exactly um humanity's tendency to forget uh we here here we go talking about that again and bill says maybe it's part of our charm i, I don't feel like that was fair because the way they what? played it was like Something must have happened that literally caused them all to forget. But the doctor's like, "Oh, here's humans again, just no. immediately acting like no, nothing." No, that's happened. no. The right. monks made them forget. Yeah, he said yeah, that he they've said erased that. themselves. Yeah, and then he he's like, just, oh, same problem I'm always talking about, except it's not for yeah. the same reasons." Whatsoever. Yeah, he, he kind of did, it's and that's why she jab. said maybe it's part of our charm. But but I think Corbin's right. Like we've had references to that in the past, like humanity's just ridiculous ability to forget the yeah. horrors of war and things like that. Like he even said that one time, like if, if, if humans were better at remembering, you wouldn't have wars. Um, and, but this time it's like, he, he made it seem like that at first, but then he dropped in the line. The monks are erasing themselves. It's like, uh, then it's not our fault. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah. That was all I had in the other stuff I noticed. So that brings us down into the who's who. Wait, oh, ah, my computer freaked out. Who's who? Uh, who is Bill? Um, what? Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I read who is Bill, and I said who is Bill, and my brain still went Nardole. And so when it said she has an imag- imaginary mom, I was like, Nardole doesn't have an imaginary mom. Imaginary mom? That was Bill. <laughs> okay. Imaginary mom is hard to say. Who is Bill? She has an imaginary mom. Not an imaginarium, but an imaginary mum. A mother who's imaginary. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting uh, bit that... Um, yeah. I Okay, this is a pet peeve I have. I hate when a writer decides to add a character trait to someone, to, to a character that we know and love and we've spent some time with, and they decide to add a character trait that is presumably a lifelong trait that we've never mm-hmm. seen before. Yeah. And it's going to become absolutely mission critical during this episode. I hate that. Yeah. I cannot Like stand if they had that. hinted at it okay. before. So, but she didn't even know what her right. mom looked like until the picture that she got from the doctor that was from like... Right. Right. A couple and, months and so, ago. So if... We had known this was coming, and presumably Stephen Moffat as showrunner did. Yeah. He could have peppered this throughout the season. We could have had moments where she did this, right? Yeah. And then you have it pay off. 
And who knows? Maybe that would have felt too contrived. I don't know. But I don't, no, I don't think it would. I just, I feel like when you introduce, okay, it's like whenever uh, a, a brother shows up on, I, I, Star, I always bring up Star Trek because Star Trek is yeah. the worst about this. The long lost romantic interest slash mother, father, brother, sister, whatever, they show up. Just to die. Usually to die by the end of the episode. <laughs> usually to die. Now, okay. Now, the only the only thing more sure than the death of a brother, sister, loved one who just showed up is a hitherto unknown family member. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I had a son. <laughs> Mark that man as dead. <laughs> dead man walking. He will not survive the day. <laughs> He will die because we've never heard of him. So he's have zero. He's we we needed the bad guy to kill someone to either raise the stakes or make it all seem like it meant something. But we don't want to kill off a main character because we don't have the guts slash they're under contract. So we're going to enter. But we still want it to hurt. We still want it to make an impact and emotionally. So we're going to introduce a character that is loved by die. someone that we love. And they only love them because the writer said they have to love this person because they didn't know that this brother existed. <laughs> and now they're like, it's like, it's like an emptiness in my soul that I never knew had that, that I never knew I had has now been filled by you long lost sibling <laughs> who will die. It's in too the bad. You're going to die and leave me empty again. <laughs> Except that last week I did not seem like an empty individual. And next week, I will have forgotten you ever existed. <laughs> I hate it when they do this, when yeah. they could have been building up to this, right? It, correct me if I'm wrong. When we did Tripp's favorite uh, Clara moment ever, the most, you know what I'm talking about? I think. The, the I most think. important leaf in the universe? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Didn't so they introduce long. that the episode before? I Something. think so. If I remember correctly, we got the, introduced we to that idea. a little bit. Yeah, we got introduced to that idea, I think, the episode before. So it was a little less contrived. A little better. It might have been a little bit episodes dumb. before, but what, it wasn't referenced. The I, know, I, know that, I know that y'all hate that. I, I like the most important leaf in the world, no. I, or in the universe. I, I like that. I know y'all hate it. This one was like, oh, we're going we're gonna to introduce this idea of her having an imaginary mum so that that can be the deus ex machina at the end of this episode <laughs> because she is going to lose she mm-hmm. is going to lose the battle with the monk. She's going to die until her for mom no shows up. And like shows up because she's dead. She just yeah, appears okay. in her so mind. That's the other something. thing is if you had sprinkled throughout the season, maybe I would have a better understanding of why her mom flashing through her mind yeah. had such an emotional impact. That it, she it empowered her, her to overcome the monks. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> yeah. never seen her mom before. She right. even says in this episode that all of this is based on some imaginary version of her mom she's built up in her head. Like, yeah, and if also, this had been a thing that, like a coping mechanism, it would have made sense. Well, no, that's the thing. It was. No, like, like she said, we, it was. If we had seen I, Exactly. Yeah, that's then the it thing. it would have made is, sense why, oh, the last thing you think of before you die is your mom yeah you go to your happy place and you think of your imaginary mom that you've been thinking about all season long (sighs) and 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 in the beginning of the episode the mom never spoke 
And so yeah. when she spoke later, it was supposed to have a lot of impact. Except- Imagine we had spent the last eight stories where there was always a moment where she saw her mom. And the other thing is, we could have been trying to figure out the mystery all season long. What if, what if she kept seeing her mom, but we didn't know why? She kept seeing her mom, but it wasn't until this episode that she tells Nardole, I have an imaginary mom that I've constructed and she's my happy place, basically. Yeah. Like, that would have been like, oh, big reveal. Because the whole time we could have been like, why is she seeing her dead mom? What does it mean? You know, and all this kind of stuff. And the fact that her mom didn't speak for seven episodes in a row. And then at the end of the eighth episode, she spoke and that's what saved the day. Why aren't we writing Doctor Who? That's what I want to know. Who knows? Sitting here in the comfort of our studio four years after this episode aired, I could have done a better job. Anyways. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) I say that to remind us that we would probably just completely ruin this show yeah <laughs> yeah if we were ever put in charge of it but i i, I yeah i wasn't crazy about if we that. were to rewrite every single episode then I, we could have made it better but like yeah sure yeah <laughs> if we could have written it after the fact knowing everything that we know from the <laughs> yeah. last four years um i wrote down that bald bloke who looks like an egg but why did i write that under who is bill maybe because bill said that. is bill bald and looks like an egg i think bill said that that seems maybe. like something missy would have said Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why did that go under Bill? Why did it, Dad? Dad. Did did she say that to the doctor uh, thinking, like, was the question, Bill, who's Bill? Oh, that bald bloke who looks like an egg? No, no. that's Nardole. I think that's what it was. That's what I it was. Think... That's what it was. Somebody... I think maybe you're making up stuff to... It was just, <laughs> Missy said it, talking. I almost, I almost smoothed it over. Why'd you... <laughs> nobody's gonna go back and rewatch the episode just to figure out that one line they were just gonna how, how do you know they were just gonna go but maybe they remember unlike yeah. us <laughs> well in that case <laughs> who cares <laughs> uh, and then the doctor said you brilliant ridiculous girl that was that was fantastic the, the bit at the end where where Deus Ex Machina, the mom shows up, and some <laughs> for whatever reason, Bill starts winning. The doctor was absolutely in love with that whole thing. That whole thing happened. So why was it like it's like a video of her like reaching down, like all smiley, and there's like exploding stuff in the background. Yeah, it's, it's like stuff that <gasps> is entirely fabricated from her mind, <laughs> including the sound of her voice. Yeah. So it's like uh, yeah. what is happening? It's just like mother character okay. reaching down from the heavens. I, I now have one of my favorite Nardole lines for for the season up to this point. It's me, Nardy. <laughs> no one calls you Nardy. No. <laughs> no one has ever once called you Nardy, but I love it. It's me, Nardy. Um, I, oh, I didn't write this down, but I did also love the, the runner about him getting punched by her. Oh, yeah. And being like, that is going to have to stop. Like the first time he's like, that really hurt. That really hurt me. <laughs> he keeps saying like, I need you to acknowledge the fact that you have physically hurt me and it hurt. Um, his imaginary friend left him for someone else. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> he's like, I had one of those. So flights. the question is, did the other person even know? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, the, okay. How much do y'all want to talk about the Tarovian neck pinch? Because that was great. Stop copying Star Trek. <laughs> uh, 
I love how uh, he made this like it was like a thirty second thing. Like I can't do it with this one. And you like yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole headpiece. I think there were on. times where Matt Lucas just ran with it, and and they just like kept filming. Like somewhere there's got to be like behind the scenes footage of like twenty oh, minutes of Nardole ranting. Yeah, you know, and they and they've just always clipped it down to the one funniest line out of his out of his whole bit. And shtick there. So uh, he says his left hand isn't his original. He won it in a, and it's like, it sort of gets like talked over there. Like, so apparently he lost it in, or he won it in a game of poker or space poker or whatever. But it, okay, that made me wonder. No part of him is original, right? Yeah. He's yeah. all robot. <clears throat> no, but all of it was bought at the same time. They really don't want you to know what he is, do they? Because first screws they fall out of him. Then his lungs are cheap yeah, and probably squeaking. And yeah. Uh, the the ongoing body horror mystery that is Nardole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who is Missy? Uh, some kind of monster? That was that was a great line where she's like, uh, Bill says, why do you have a woman locked up in a vault? You know, like w- the way you and Nardole talk about it, I thought you had some kind of monster in here. And it's like, well, <laughs> well it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the doctor introduces her as the other last of the Time Lords. Uh, yeah. That's not how math works. I don't, I don't. It's pretty fair <laughs> to how they treat this character, though. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Every time, every time the master shows up, you know, it's a little little lemon juice in the paper cut of I'm the last one. Mm-hmm. Especially at this point. He's not even the other last of the Time Lords. We they're know all rest of the, yeah, we've been rest to Gallifrey at this point. We know they're all around. They're out there somewhere in a pocket universe or whatever. No, no, they came back now. Apparently, he's he's the he president went to the planet. I thought they were and st- booted off everybody. Yeah, he's currently the president yeah, of a species that-, that no longer exists or something like. Wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. When he when he went the long way around to Gallifrey, yeah, I thought that was in the pocket universe. Is it not? No. <clears throat> Did they make so. it out of the pocket universe? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because remember, he just went and popped over to Gallifrey to bring Clara back. So like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was a long way around. That's why he went there. No, that's what he's saying. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. No. Huh? That, no. That was... Bef- wait. No. It he was. He did go the long way it around. It went the long way around, and then it was to the next Clara episode back. that he he, like, Pulled her out of her timeline, or, or yeah. Whatever. But remember, Clara and Hoozy, what's her face, just went to Gallifrey. I guess who knows? Can I just say again how much? And classic Hoovians, please forgive me. I I don't I don't have the rich history and heritage that you all yeah. possess. I can't stand Gallifrey and the Time Lords. I can't. Stand they aren't it. anything. <clears throat> Well, they don't exist one second. They do exist, kind of the, the next reason, second. The reason is that I don't know what to make of them. It seems because like they're only there only, to be bureaucrats and it's kind of, really well, no, the, I get the feeling that's what they are in classic who. Yeah. They're like the corporate office uh, and, and the doctor is Michael Scott. Being so reckless doctor. Uh, you yeah. Can. Yeah. Like they're only there to like come in every now and then and be like, you shouldn't be doing things, but <laughs> I'm going to steal a life now. In knows. new who I don't see them as, as bureaucrats so much as genocidal maniacs. <laughs> yeah. Because the only time we ever see them is in the context of like losing the time war and they're genocidal maniacs. Yeah. That the best of of them, the doctor, turns himself into a genocidal maniac (laughs) on purpose. (laughs) And so I just, yeah, 
I don't know. The other thing is, like, like I said, I don't know from one season to the next, does Gallifrey exist? Like, I don't <laughs> even know. I hate talking about it with so, you guys. It's so inconsequential. Well, no, what I mean is it you say so inconsequential, but they drum it up like it's the most consequential planet yeah. in the universe. And I can't remember which universe it's in. And I don't ever even want to mention Gallifrey because I don't want to say something that you guys don't already know. And so I hate even talking about it and being like, wait, were they in a pocket universe? And you'll notice I'll say things like, did they make it out of the pocket universe? Bite my tongue before I say the word yet, because I know they will, but I don't remember if y'all know that or not. I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, I don't like Gallifrey. Sorry. Sorry. I said it. Sorry. Okay. Um, Missy once built a gun out of leaves. Uh, wait, how? Okay. There's so many things Rock wrong on. with that statement. Quiet, you. What did you use for the like gunpowder? Leaves. <laughs> Crash up leaves. How? What did you, you shoot use for out? The trigger? Leaves. Leaves. Yeah. What was your ammunition? Leaves. Leaves. <laughs> leaves. This is the worst gun ever. <laughs> what did you use for the hammer? Leaves. <laughs> the stock. Leaves. Just doesn't <laughs> work. What? Like. What was the clip meant? Leaves. <laughs> what was in the cl- leaves? She didn't actually say if it worked. So <laughs> she just I mean, the, made the, a gun. The, out the of implication leaves. was that it not only worked, that she straight up murdered someone with it. I mean, yeah, that was probably. the implication. She shot a leaf through your head. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and yeah, and then right on the heels of that, she pushed a wee girl into a volcano. Oh yeah. Uh, Dang. Like no, really? Please. Um. So what did you guys think of of her little scene at the end? where she's telling the doctor, like, I'm starting to... <laughs> One of y'all really got tickled by this line. I'm remembering more of the people that I've killed. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I have forgotten more people that I've murdered than you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of that? Like, where do you think this is going? Was- or maybe, you know what? Maybe this is, maybe this is, uh, this is theories. Let's, let's come back to that. All That's right. more theories. Uh, but she definitely did push a wee girl into a volcano <laughs> to cut off the monk's uh, control. Yes. The, the one thing I do want to know is that sounded to me like it was one of multiple times that she defeated the monks. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why does she care if the monks are ruling over a planet by lying to yeah. them? I would think she would be like, high five. Let me just keep <laughs> on going Gnosis is what I do all the time as well. Yeah, unless that's what it was. Like, no, 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 that's, that's my, my thing. My so you get off of this planet and I'm going to kill this little girl here. Also, why why does she act like she's had many encounters with them and the doctor has never heard of Seemingly them? Seemingly never heard, never of, them. heard yeah. of them. Yeah. She's yeah, like, was... I had adventures too. In what? Did right. she steal <laughs> a TARDIS as well? No, she didn't steal one, but she had one. Where has she been? I, I don't think we've seen... I don't think the master has had a TARDIS during New Who, but in Classic Who, he did. And it was usually an Iconian column. Yeah. So if the doctor, if like the doctor and four people all piling out of a police box seemed weird, wait till you see the master step out of a pillar. It doesn't (laughs) have a door. He just is now there. And it's the 70s. So it's just, you know, weird green screen stuff where He's literally behind the column and walks out. It is a weird effect. It is bizarre to think about. He walks through a wall. But it takes the whole bigger on the inside thing to a whole other level. Because it's like, this thing isn't wide enough for you to get your shoulders through. How did you walk out of that? (laughs) And then you walk in and it's a giant room inside. So It's like someone just comes home one day. 
why does my house suddenly have an extra, <laughs> extra column? Yeah, yeah, column. Yeah. Uh, so who is the doctor? Um, that face that he made at the end of the opening bit was diabolical. Was like, that was evil. <laughs> He's just like staring at the camera, smiling, sort of like slightly tilted his head towards the camera. Weird lighting. Just, oh man. They I was like, we're not about guy? to kill you. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that is not the look of the face of, uh, of the guy that I want to put my faith in. I just... They have like put all their trust in creatures that look like actual corpses in this so evil weird. doctor man. So, yeah. so weird. When they take over the world, they still think that humans look like corpses, even though they're going to yeah. save them from everything. That doesn't make sense. They should have changed. I, it, it makes even less sense to me that the monks look the way they do. When we found out they could have taken on any form and that's what they chose yeah, and they still want to look like corpses you're gonna make a lot of friends being the rulers yeah. of this world and looking yeah, like that you should you know acquaint yourself with them by making yourself look like a mudskipper <laughs> yeah i guess news of the hoovian is also brought to you by listeners like victor jared and james if you find value in what we do like they do here's what you can do go over to news of the slash sport click on something have fun give us some money yay all right uh, can we talk about bill's sacrifice scene uh, somebody put in the notes yeah Dumb, bad, <laughs> dumb, dumb, bad. I oh, hated. All right, moving on. Classic. Who no, oh. I hated every part of that scene. Like what, which? Explain the entire scene with them that trying to revert the memories of the Earth. It was so dumb. In what way? Explain. First of all, why does the Doctor try and mentally combat this? weird animal oh, yeah. instead corpse of instead of just taking the thing off i of think Take he it needs off. him to be the beacon why why because he it, he is not able to transmit it they never said that if you're you can't they never said anything like that yeah he normally said, normally said you, you can't plug your brain into a massive computer and expect it to work so I'm assuming no. he's the he. Okay, beacon. no, that's the thing. Nardole said you're gonna plug your your massive brain your your, your massive brain. Your massive. You're gonna plug your brain into a massive computer that's like you said, broadcasting to all of humanity and keeping. And the doctor said, yeah, it doesn't even stand a chance. Meaning the computer. So he he brushes that aside and says, yeah. yes, I'm absolutely going to jack my brain into okay, this giant computer. Yeah, that. But then he doesn't. But he then just he doesn't touches it yeah. and tries to combat this thing. Shoot it. Take the thing off. Yeah. And then yeah. just change the yeah, information. I, I didn't under, I mean, why did he even have to do anything? Why didn't you just shoot the thing? <laughs> then it stops It'll broadcasting. Stop trans- doesn't it stop if 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 that thing is critical to the broadcast, then shoot it and then all of the broadcast goes away. <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, but the memories will not they won't fade for a long time." Then you put it on and you fix the memories. Right. Then you take it off and you stop transmitting, you blow up this pyramid. Right. And <laughs> I don't, that was dumb. And then why they just so heavily drummed up, Bill's going to die. She has to die. It's the only way. She must die. She's going to die. She has to die. And, and she then doesn't die. Save your mom well, riding in on the cosmos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> riding in on the cosmos. Riding in on the cosmos. The background. That is what it definitely looked like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like- but like you've said many times, Deus Ex Machina is just, bull crap her mom shows up and suddenly she's able to overpower this thing and doesn't go brain dead even though they've been saying over and over and over again she's going to 
And then yeah. they get to the end of it and they brush it off. They're like, oh, I guess you're not dead and we're not going to mention it. We're not going to care. Your mom showed up, so it's perfectly fine that you're not dead right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was not real thrilled about that. I especially hated just how much they said she has to die. Because it's okay if it's like Missy says she's going to have to die. So, and then the doctor's like, I'm not going to let that happen. And then they find a different way. But the fact that they clung to that till the very end, and then so it's like she doesn't die. What did, while you guys were watching the episode, did you think at any point Bill was actually going to die? Be, and then that was going to be the I thought that's how she was. Oh, yeah, you said that earlier. I right? thought she died. That's... She's going to go out on her own terms. It's going to be sacrificial, saving the whole world. So you were picturing the 12th Doctor wrapping up his his run with like four episodes where he didn't have a companion. Yeah. Which I guess mm-hmm. is kind of what David Tennant did, Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. So you were thinking, yep, this is it. Yeah, because it makes yeah. perfect sense. Right. She's undoing what she did. And that was your prediction, right? That she's going to sacrifice herself. Yeah, she's going to gonna sacrifice something. herself to save something massive. Yeah, the doctor, the world, the universe, whatever. Yeah. 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 So, nope. Didn't happen this time. Which, you know, dumb. So, Bye. what about you? Did, did you think she was going to die? Before? For some reason, I did genuinely think she was going to die. And I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, in a roundabout way, she's going to die so that the doctor could have his eyesight back. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a bad way to go out. Oh, but. we would have had to have had an entire 0.5 episode of Corbin Has Feelings if that had happened. Yeah, because... It'd be like two and a half hours of Corbin <laughs> just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> throwing chairs, flipping tables. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's no narrative reason for it. All right, so that brings us down to our classic Who connections. Let's hear what Jared has to say today. Hello, noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic Who connection for The Lie of the Land. And once again, I'm saying connection. Uh, I, I, I guess it's no surprise. It's a continuation of a story that didn't really have much to do with classic Who in the first place. And so we we've really don't have much uh, to do with classic Who yet again in, in the continuation here. So just to get right to it, uh, the Tavorian neck pinch that Nardal used... Uh, that's we had a similar uh, neck pinch used by Ian Chesterton. You'll remember that's back with the first Doctor and the original one of the original companions. Uh, Ian Chesterton used a neck pinch like that on Ixta in the serial The Aztecs. Uh, so um, that's that's really all I got there. But that's okay. Uh, we, we'll, we'll get into. I keep forgetting uh, the 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 Whovian has asked me to because he really is. The Whovian now. He's the only one who's seen these uh, episodes of of us involved in the show, and so he keeps asking me to do the to uh, um, projections, you know, to, to to make some projections on what's going to happen. And I keep forgetting, so it's giving me a little time for that. Uh, I the really I think the only one that uh, I've got to do is what's going to happen with Bill because we know that this is Bill's one and only season. So why is she not continuing on? Um, I, I, I guessed, although I came late to the party, so I think it was easier, but I guess that it was Missy in the vault and, um, you know, that she's, she's there because of a promise to the Time Lords and all that. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, Bill, um, 
I I actually think uh, you know it, it it seems like Missy's doing better. She's 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 doing uh, you know she's committed a little more to good and helping in things uh, from what we've seen of her. So uh, I think she's gonna be let out. Obviously, there's gonna be some big need that she's the doctor is gonna let her out of the vault. And uh, we're going to think that she's good and she's going to be helping. But then, uh, of course, she's going to do some evil, dastardly deeds in the end to win her freedom. And uh, that is going to involve Bill. I think that uh, she's Missy is going to put the doctor in a situation where either she he can save Bill or he can uh, capture Missy and get her back in the vault. And so the doctor's going to save Bill, and I think that might be too much for Bill, and she will choose to go home. Um, obviously, something could happen to Bill, but I don't. I think Bill is going to survive, and I think she's going to go be able to go back to her life. Uh, mostly because I think we've had a, in New Who a few too many times of the companions ending up in uh, situations, other worlds, other things. And um, I guess that was so rare uh, it, where they just don't go, where they, uh, in, in Classic Who, they just sort of went home again. And that was so rare. I think they're, they're, they've they used that so much. I think they will go back to just uh, Bill just being able to go home. But of course, uh, it's because the master saves her and, and she's uh, had enough of the adventures. So we'll see if that happens. All right, uh, I, I'll I'll give the uh, episode finish here with giving the episode a rating. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoyed the the way that they uh, had had the whole world just like you know the whole history rewritten of the world and and uh, connected that with everyone and, and sort of this resistance of those that that remembered that uh, the monks hadn't always been there and. Um, the doctor didn't fool me for one second uh, that he had turned towards to helping the monks and uh, that he was mad at them. But anyway, it, it was kind of cool that you know, it looked like the, he had the doctor giving these PSAs um, and, and in full support there for, for a little while. So anyway, uh, so I enjoyed enjoyed the, those aspects of it. Thought it was good, good uh, sci-fi there. So I'm going to give it eight out of ten Vulcan. I mean... Tarovian neck pinches, uh, and the the monks are still creepy. So I'm giving it a hundred creep levels there. Uh, they're not as creepy as they first were, but they're still. I, I don't like looking at them, so uh, still creepy. All right. Well, thank you to the uh, Tardis Wikia. Uh, I didn't remember. I, I didn't have any connections, and the Tardis Wikia pointed out the uh, neck pinch. So. Thank you to the TARDIS Wikia, and thank you to Noobs and the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. All right. Uh, so Jared gave it a 8 out of 10 Vulcan slash Tarovian neck pinches. Uh, <laughs> Trip, what do you what do you think? Um, I think I'm... I don't know. It's It was pretty good, and I, I liked how they wrapped it up. Okay. But I think it would have been better if Bill had died because it would have meant more. And I hate okay. that just her mom just came in out of nowhere. Like if we had had lead up to this and they didn't make such a big deal about yeah. Bill dying, I think it would have been it would have been better. It almost feels like they were preparing us for it. Yeah. 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 She was like, "Oh, I don't want our last argument 
I mean, our last time seeing each other being like arguing or whatever. And then yeah, she said, I don't want our last argument to be uh, our last conversation to be about this. And he said, I don't want this to be our last conversation. Oh, that was oh, a great sad line. Doctor. Yeah, that was a great line. But yeah, so I'm going to go 8.5 overdone mom, mums. Overdone? The like mom like reaching down from the heavens and like <laughs> exploding <laughs> galaxies and like, oh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Do you mean over dramatic or just yeah, overdone, overdone in yeah, general? I, I, I get it. I, I'm with you now. I was like, like a steak? What do you mean? Uh, Corbin, what about you? I really didn't like this one. There were yeah. so many scenes that, okay, so the one with the doctor uh, tricking uh, what's-her-face and then the one at the end with her not dying. I just, it all felt so con- contrived and just they're like trying yeah. to drum up drama and then at the end of the episode it's like, hey, nothing doesn't happened. matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, uh, I really didn't like that. So I'm going to give it uh, 6 out of 10, how would you put it, uh, incorrect ways of opening a door. <laughs> incorrect ways <laughs> Creepy of door openings. Mm. Um, yeah, I. we've already talked about how I felt like a lot of this, a lot of this episode was drumming up drama where, where it wasn't earned. Yeah. Um, a lot of contrivances. And... I, you know what? I'm starting. I, I was thinking about it a minute ago. If this is the end of a trilogy, I'm going to compare this trilogy to The Matrix. First one was amazing. Yeah. So good. So good. Extremist was so good. I loved. I loved everything about Extremist. And then the pyramid at the end of the world was like, Meh. well, that that was the next one. Yeah. And then I get to this one and I'm like, what happened? Let down. So was Neo Jesus? I don't understand. I don't what happened? <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It just it was not. Um, I think I think this 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 trilogy just went downhill. Started off great and strong, and I almost I almost wish that had been the end of the monks, like that he had sent the email and that would have alerted the doctor. And in the last five minutes of the episode, the doctor would have like <laughs> pointed the sonic at the sky. And then, blown the pyramid yeah, up before yeah. I could land, or something, you know, something like that. Um, rather than trying to continue to deal with the, I like I like the concept of the monks. Yeah, I like the concept. I just don't think it was. I don't think particularly this they episode was well done. They could have skipped the middle episode. They like they didn't need that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I like that concept, and I like the concept of this episode. Of, you know, and by the way, this was, this was, tw- I, I, it struck me, the Wakia said something about fake news central. And I was like, oh, that's, that's an interesting turn of phrase. And then I went, wait a minute, this episode was 2017. Um, like this episode was on the, this would have aired after we started this podcast. Hmm. Hmm. I think seriously. Yeah, that's. I think that's where we're at now. We started. Now I know we didn't release it, but we no. started recording this podcast in May of 2017, and this episode was June of 20. So like right on the heels of when we started. So like that's how recent this episode is. Huh. And this was during the Trump presidency. This was during the height of you know the the fake news being a buzzword and that yeah. kind of stuff. 
And I think it was a, a very interesting concept and kind of a, you know, a little bit of a warning <laughs> about who do you trust and, and can you believe everything you see, you know, and, and those kinds of things. Um, but I don't think it was done very well. And so I'm going to, I'm going to give it um, six out of 10 Moncalisas. What about the creep factor trip? Um, we've worn down <coughs> the fact that these guys are creepy. Yeah. Like if each episode they had been progressively getting like more different, creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Like the first episode they're like corpses, but then the second one they were like super dead, weird corpses or whatever. Or wait, no. Super dead. Yeah, yeah. Because like the first, the first time they were just in a simulation, and then like the second time they would have been like actually like weird looking, like super creepy because humanity wasn't accepting them. But then, like, this time they looked better or something, like, less creepy. Then, okay. like, it would have made more sense. But I don't know. They, they shouldn't have stayed the same the whole time. I don't know. So I'm just okay. going to go, like, a low 50. Yeah, me too. I, I went 50 out of 500 creep levels because we've seen these monks. Just the door opening, yeah. like which even, we've kind of already seen. Even the little kids out there, by the time they got to this third episode, would have been like, yeah. oh, it's them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Corbin, what about you? Yeah, just like five. 50 as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two. I was waiting for you to be like negative seven. <laughs> All right, so that brings us down to theories. Uh, when does Missy get out? Corbin said the episode before World Enough in Time so that the finale two-parter is about her. Tripp said during World Enough in, uh, World Enough in Time. Jared, I just kind of put down towards the end of the series because yeah. he didn't directly address that one. Probably because he hasn't heard that question yet <laughs> that I brought up. Uh-huh. Um, how does Bill leave? Tripp said she dies uh, by sacrificing herself to save the universe. Corbin says Missy kills her. Jared says Missy uses her as a pawn to escape and that will drive Bill to quit the TARDIS. Which, so yeah, that's, that's interesting. A strong theory that makes sense. Yeah, I had to as I was listening to him say that, I had to change what I was writing. I wrote down Missy kills her and then I was like, "Oh no, wait, that's not what he's saying." He's saying Missy Missy's going to put her in the you can either you know, capture me or save Bill, doctor, which one are you going to choose? And so the doctor's going to save mm-hmm. Bill and then Bill's going to feel guilty and she's going to uh leave and quit the TARDIS. So mm. uh in, interesting um uh idea middle ground there yeah yeah yeah. yeah. like um we're 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 still getting missy involved do you you guys want to change anything based off of what we've seen so far Mm -mm. we got a little bit more of missy so yeah nothing Mm -hmm. to change we're kind of getting a little bit about her character yeah some good i don't feel like she's gonna kill bill because of what we've seen okay that was that was my um that was my other question that i said let's let's address in um theories is missy turning good i think she's gonna like change a bit okay but like she's not gonna be the cause of bill's death but she's not necessarily gonna become good like okay so she'll change a little bit but not really (laughs) yeah okay corbin what do you think i really don't think they're gonna change her at all i think it would probably be a good thing for her character but they're like, you know, it's not what we're going to do. So I like <laughs> I like that she's kind of the misunderstood madman. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, she went mad by the thing, by the time vortex or whatever. And now yeah, everybody's left her and no one's given her guidance. And when the doctors tried to help her, 
we've seen that she can be good and she's not trying to do bad. So okay. I feel like it would be good to change her to be better and like kind of shoot her away as but are a you character. Saying, but are, oh, oh, okay. Like this would be like an outro kind of oh, to her. And like it'd be cool to see her later, but like not as a villain. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, uh, guys, next week we are covering uh, okay. not episode eight, The Lie of the Land, because that's what's on the notes. <laughs> okay, oh, are we that. into Classic Who next week? Oh, nice. I think so. We are. Yeah. So next week, uh, don't forget to turn back on your BritBox subscription over at Amazon by using the link in the show notes over at noobsinthehoobian.com. Uh, we're heading into our first official story from the master plan. This will be 1976's fourth doctor serial, the deadly assassin. And we should also have, um, actually if, if we've done everything right, you should have already heard your primer for this version of the, the master. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you've already listened to that. If you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to a 0.5 episode from Jared and um, he'll have uh, some some helpful information to sort of like, I asked him to just sort of get us ready to go. Not necessarily about this version of the of the master. Like he can, that's cool. Like mm-hmm. if, if, if that's helpful. Uh, but remind us, who is the fourth doctor? What's going on? Who, what, what companion are we going to be looking at? You know, those, those types of things. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that. And so again, hopefully you guys, because, because our schedule is so wibbly wobbly, hopefully you've already heard all. Well, guys, Noobs in the Hoobian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. And your production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for his Classic Who connections, and shout-outs to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. You can find us over at NoobsInTheHoobian.com, where you can find links to our social medias, our email address, all the full show notes, and more, including how you can support us through Patreon or newsinthehoobian.com slash support. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name is Austin, I'm the Hoobian, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the news. And be safe if you can, guys, but always be amazing. Goodbye. Do I gotta do the thing? Yeah, do the thing. And then, and then you're gonna rant some more? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, after after the whole Veruvian neck pinch thing or whatever, the, yeah, Nardole says, "Let's trek on." What? <laughs> oh my goodness! Did he really? Yeah, that's he said, so stupid. On.